Welcome to Gross Anatomy. We're live. <laughs> I was waiting for you, and you were kind of waiting for me. But I guess we're live. Mm-hmm, we we're are. live at Gross Anatomy Podcast. Welcome, mm-hmm. welcome everyone. Welcome to Gross Anatomy Podcast, and I am Dr. Jason Cohen, and I'm joined by Lauren Taylor. And here we are discussing sight, smells, sounds of medicine, and how it relates to pop culture, movies, TV, and the world around us. Right. And last week we talked about some origins of uh, Halloween's like creepiest creatures, and then we asked people on our Instagram to tell us their favorite scary movies. Their creepy creature movies, yeah. right? We got another The Shining, which is one of my favorite. Right. A movie, The Crazies, which I've never seen. Never heard of. Haven't even looked up. Did you look up? Um, no. Good work. Way to go. And then The Exorcist. Exorcist. I don't think I'm brave enough to watch that. I've only seen bits of of it, and I've always turned the channel off because I'm too much of a coward. But my husband and I are determined to watch a scary movie this weekend, and we ended up watching Christine, which is like really... (laughs) It's a John Carpenter. Yeah. Um, since I actually really liked the movie Halloween, I thought it was well shot. I was like, oh, well, I'll watch another one. I think I can bear it. And it was real easy. It wasn't scary. I mean, it's about this card that, like, comes to life and kills people. But it's it's well done. Yeah, it's a pretty bad movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it was big for the day. I mean, it did well. And it's a... Yeah, it's a... It's a man in his car. A boy yeah, in his car. It's about this nerd, but then this... I mean, car is basically like a demonic possession of him. And, right. Uh, so and it's a nerd, nerd revenge tale like I've never seen before. Right. So Christine is interesting. Yeah. It's kind of like Jennifer's body mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Did you ever see that? Yeah. The, yeah. But you, actually, it's funny that you said that you guys watched a scary movie. For whatever reason, my youngest daughter... I think daughter, we both talked about it, maybe. But my youngest daughter, our 13-year-old, loves scary movies. Okay. And knows that I don't really like them. But mm-hmm. we were hanging out, and she's like, Could, with my wife, too, and we're like, let's watch a scary movie. Ooh. So we started watching, but we didn't finish because we wound up going to sleep. But we started watching Pet Cemetery, the Ooh, new Pet Cemetery. That sounds scary. It is pretty Did scary. Did you all fall asleep? Or anytime I watched scary movies with my friends, they all fell asleep, and I was the only one left up. And I didn't right. even want to watch it in the first place. No, what wound up happening is I had to go pick up my other daughter, mm-hmm. and then when I came back thinking it's we're going to finish watching it, my wife was tired and went to sleep. And I was okay. like, yes! I don't have to finish watching it. <laughs> so, so no one knows what happens at the end of Pet Cemetery. No, but it's re- it's about reincarnation, you know, And but, but the animals and the humans that get reincarnated aren't the same, and they're kind of all haunted and not- demonic. So kind of like zombies? Well, I didn't watch enough yet. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like ghouls go zombies. Yeah, maybe. I don't I don't even know. It's, luckily, we didn't even get up to that part yet. But it was One more pretty day scary what we saw. I know. She wants to finish watching, and I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> you have to. I know. What was your favorite costume you ever dressed up as? Um, Do you even remember? I was Lisa Simpson once. I don't really remember having a lot of like great costumes. When I was really little, my mom said I wanted to be an Irish princess, which is weird because I'm Italian and I don't know why I would even know what is an Irish princess. I don't know, but so there's a really weird photo of me just like in this big green dress, and she's like, "That's what you wanted." Oh, maybe because of Brave, right? Were you a little kid when Brave came out? No, so that's why I'm like, I don't know what it was. I must Mm. have read a fairy tale or something. 
As an adult, I was a screenplay one year. You were? I got like whiteboard <laughs> and put on like my name and a, you know, as yeah. a, and the, with the pegs and made it look like a screenplay and I wore a front and a back. I like when people are objects. So I think that's yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. Nice. Let's yeah. do a costume. Yeah. Well, since October's almost over. October's why don't you almost over. Tell everyone what's exciting about November. What's exciting about November is the real crazy thing, and this isn't what you wanted to talk about, but okay. I'm going to say it. I'm very depressed, everybody. Oh, I didn't think we were going there. We're going to go there, because what's exciting about November, it's a month away from my birthday. Is that where... Did you know that that's what I meant? No. It's a month away from my birthday, and I'm turning 25. No, I wish I were turning 25. I'm turning 5-0. Oh, you shouldn't be depressed I'm turning 50. You should do something fun. In December. Yeah, I think... Maybe surprise parties in the works. I don't think there any. <laughs> I don't think there are going to be any surprise parties. Not for me, but it's insane. I'm turning fifty in December, so that's all I'm thinking about. I'm kind of tunnel vision. The end I is think near. Your family has a fun the plan for near. you. No, I think we're going to go maybe camping somewhere. Who knows? Well, don't be too actual depressed, right? Because that is something. The month of November is now because of you and your involvement in. The Movember Foundation. The Movember Movement. Yes. I'm very aware of the Movember Foundation and things that they support. And one is um, mental health for men. So that, because I need mental health because I'm depressed because I'm turning 50. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what's exciting about November. It's Movember. No shave November. And my wife is like, really? When I told her, because I've already started the no shave. So. Oh, she doesn't like, she likes clean shaven face. I think so, yeah, okay. yeah. So I do the Movember thing. So we put our thing, should we do, should I do just total scraggly? Should I do a trim, neat beard? Should I do a mustache like I did one year? Or should I do a goatee? Mustache is winning. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You don't want to do just a mustache? Uh, it's fun, but it's kind of, you know, I got very made fun of with the mustache. But Oh, really? It, yeah. <laughs> By who? By, all By your... everybody I know. All what... right, so tell me, like, who does Movember in your surgery practice? Is it just you or does everyone do it? You know, unfortunately, I'm the only one, even though I tell all I'm my partners. I'm surprised you can't get them to I, do you it. You know what? I have to tell them that they need to get on board. Well, the Movember Foundation is obviously for men to grow facial hair and, like, raise money for testicular cancer, prostate cancer, and mental health. Those are their big... Men's health. Yeah, men's yeah. health. Those are the big issues that they support. Women do get involved now, and they're called Mo Sisters. Ah. And they help, like... Sisters? Yeah, Mo Sisters. Uh-huh. And they help, like, gather people together and do different events where you can, like, raise money. Ah. So they're basically, like, yeah, the fun face of, like, organization instead of the face of the mustache. Right, yeah. And so how long have you been doing it? Movember. How long have I been Movembering? At least... Five years, I think. Nice. Yeah. And do you do you want the money to go to any just men's health in general? It's not so much that I want money. It's just I want to. I just want to make awareness for men's health and cancer and and cancer research and all of that. It's for me. It's more about just awareness. Okay. Yeah. So, do people ever ask you about like? Do they know that that's what you're doing? Yeah, the people around me tend to, although I tend to be a lazy shaver, so <laughs> so I tend to always have a growth. So it's not as dramatic as, like, it's, some people. It's not as dramatic, but after a month, you know, after several weeks in, and I deliberately didn't shave this last week, it's already, you know, normally I shave every 
five to seven See, days. See, that's why you have to just have the mustache. Right. Then or the goatee. Will... Or the goatee. Yeah. And then the Movember... Or trim beard. Yeah. Movember Foundation is very focused on the mustache because I guess it gets more attention. Right. Yeah. Mustache is definitely way more noticeable, especially right. on me because everybody called me El Chapo. <laughs> You know who El Chapo was? Yes. You know, the Mexican yeah. drug lord guy. Mm-hmm. I kind of, the last I time I was pretty sure that was the one. Yeah, that's pretty much what I looked like. Okay, do you know how Movember started? I do not know how Movember started. You started mean I didn't start it? In 2003 by um, two mates, because they're Australian, Travis and Luke, um, they met up for a quiet beer in Melbourne and we're looking at um, mustache trends from like a long time ago because mustaches had all but disappeared in 2003. Right. And they found 30 guys willing to take up the challenge and grew the company from 30 buddies in Australia, initially greeting like as a basically a practical joke to bring back the mustache while raising money for prostate cancer. Huh. And it went from that, 30 guys willing to be in on this joke and raise money from prostate cancer to... Uh, one of the top 50 non-governmental organizations in the world. Like, they've raised close to a billion dollars. Wow. Since 2003. That is impressive. And what's cool about their website, too, is you go to the Movember Foundation website, is they they show you everything. They show you how they spend their money. They're just very clear and transparent, mm. which, I, which I like. Yeah, for sure. And so then they added, because men's suicide rates have been going up, they slowly added mental health to their prostate cancer and testicular cancer awareness. Which I think is helpful. Yeah, yeah. And they don't talk about men breast cancer, which we briefly talked about the other week. No, I guess because maybe that's like an October thing. Right. But I thought, breast cancer separate. Yeah. Okay. So but if it's our part listeners of men's want health. to, we did a whole podcast about male breast cancer because I feel like it's not discussed enough. No, it's not. And I thought it was very interesting what you had to say about it. There's a lot of breast cancer foundations, so maybe they mm-hmm. assume that's covered. But the point of prostate cancer, have you ever known anybody that has prostate cancer? What's insane is prostate cancer is so common and prevalent. See, I didn't know that until I was reading all this stuff Oh, it's, so, it's incredibly common. Well, I know that they want everyone to get checked because if you get checked, you have a 98% survival rate. Right, right. And if you don't get checked early, that rate drops to 26%. So prostate cancer is the second leading cause of cancer death in men in the United States. It's estimated that 31,000 deaths from this disease will occur this so, yeah. year. So it's it's very similar to, to the risk of breast cancer in women, actually. The, oh. risk cancer of, of, the risk of breast cancer in women is about one in eight women, yes. right? Yes, The risk cancer of prostate, the risk, the risk of prostate cancer in men is about one in nine men will get prostate cancer. So it's oh, that, that is common. Very close. That's why they yeah. needed to start this whole new movement. Right, because it's very, very common. Um, the nice thing about prostate cancer is most of the time it's caught fairly early, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, and it's usually something, if in that case, that's very, very treatable. Mm-hmm. That's why it's kind of like the same thing with breast cancer. You know, the the reason for doing mammography and screenings is because when caught early, it's also very treatable and curable. Right. On the Movember site, it says at 50, you're supposed to talk to your doctor about prostate cancer. And if you're an African-American or have a father or brother with prostate cancer, you should be having this conversation at 45, it says. Ah, so 40. So the age to start getting screened is between 45 and 50, basically. Right. 
But it I says, feel know like, your numbers, know your risk, talk right, to your doctor. Right, and I think there's family history and risk factors and then, it, you know, and symptoms potentially, and then you have to get screened earlier. Right. And you I know, one of my, when I was uh, doing my surgery residency uh, back in, at, King, at uh, State University of New York in Brooklyn, at Downstate, um, they had hired a new trauma surgeon who was this wonderful, amazing guy. Interestingly, he had like this expertise in snake um, poisoning and treatment of snake poisoning. Oh, For some reason, he kind of made himself an expert in that. But he was an amazing, super guy, great mentor. Um, oddly enough, he had a goatee, mm-hmm. um, and he developed prostate cancer. Oh. And he was one of those rare guys who wound up dying from it. Do you, as a man, get checked now? I haven't yet. So I've you're had my 50. You're going to I'm get about checked. to turn. I've had my PSA checked, you know, which is the prostate specific antigen, which so so I have had that checked. So another thing um Movember Foundation highlights is testicular cancer. Mm. And I'm not going to get into it, but you can go to their website and learn how to do a self-check. One thing about testicular cancer different from like prostate or breast cancer is you can actually feel something. Like at right. breast cancer you know, we're doing mammograms and ultrasounds, so you can't feel something for a breast exam. You, sometimes you can. You feel a lump, but that's usually already sizable. With the goal with breast cancer is to find it before it becomes a lump on mammogram or ultrasound when it's theoretically microscopic. Right. So you can't feel that. A breast exam is not going to feel that. Um, same thing with a prostate exam. You really, you know, you can't do a self-prostate exam and have any idea. It's not even feasible, but... You wouldn't even know what you're feeling. But with testicular cancer, you basically feel your testes. And if you feel a lump or something, Go then you got to get get it dealt with and treated. Right. Yeah. And it says only about 400 men will die of testes cancer each year. Yeah. And the chance of uh, death from testes cancer is better than 1 in 5,000. It's very treatable, curable. Unfortunately, it's usually a pretty toxic treatment. You know, you get chemotherapy, maybe mm. sometimes radiation. Oftentimes, men become sterile from it. Also, wow. men have to, before treatment, um, get their sperm saved, sperm banked, you know, if they want to have kids, if they're still young. Um, and then they wind up um, often losing the testicle, and they maybe eventually have to go on to um, testosterone and male hormone and stuff like that. Um but it's treatable. It's it's pretty yeah. curable and treatable. I wonder if that's... So if they have to take one testicle, this you think they still have to get hormones? No. 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 Just if they have to take both. If they have to take both, yeah. Got it. But sometimes taking one, their hormone levels are a little low, and they do need some kind of boosting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well... November, what are you what are you gonna do? Are you gonna do the mustache or the beard? I don't you know. Made a decision? No, I haven't made the decision yet. Is this gonna? What's your favorite? Do you have any favorite celebrity or characters with mustaches? Oh, Maybe we can think that. Good thought. Yeah, um, there was a pitcher who played for the Padres years and years ago named Raleigh Fingers, way before your time, who know. had this really great, you know, curly oh, those handlebars. Yeah, those, those handlebar mustache. Um, could you pull? Could you? I could not pull that off. Although I, feel I had like a friend that would take who was longer doing it. than a month. Yeah, to I couldn't pull do off, it in a month. Maybe no. not. But then, um, I mean. Obviously, Magnum P.I., Tom Selleck. Yeah. Although he's not even known as Magnum P.I. now. Now he's known as uh, the Blue, Blo- Blue Bloods, right? That I TV show? Yes. I just Blue know Bloods. him as the celebrity my mom has a crush on. That's funny. My mother-in-law also has a... Has, really? I Tom think all, that whole generation, I think, had a crush on Tom <laughs> yeah. Selleck. 
He's uh, a handsome dude with he, a cool mustache. He is. But I, didn't he shave it for a while? I don't know. I don't... Didn't oh, he play... I don't watch Blue Buds. He was on Friends. He played Monica's oh, he dad, did. didn't he? Or one of their dads. No, I think he was her love interest, actually. Right. He played one of their dads who was a love interest. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember. But uh, I'm not sure. I know what he looks like without a mustache. Yeah. Um, there's... I like Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec, but I don't know if you watch that show. He's got I, a pretty great I think stash. I've watched it once. Yeah, I know that mustache. No, he would I mean, not be who I would be going for. And then there's like the Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott's just like Sam Elliott. freaking cool. Uh-huh. But, if you could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like the Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. That's kind of like, yeah, that I would <laughs> not do. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm what are other good mustaches? Um, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds, who's dead, but yeah, he had a good mustache. He is dead. There's El Chapo. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Those are the only ones I could think of yeah. that came right to mind. Unfor- yeah, because I mean, guys who started in November, right? Mustaches were out for like a while. They're and still they kind made of out. like the hipster comeback. Like right. younger people started growing them. It's kind of there's like, a village to be people. Ironic. Oh yeah, the guy from the village people. What about Fred, did Freddie Mercury? He have a I th- I don't remember. I don't either. And what about goatees? What about good goatees? Who who? I don't think that's a thing. Are there any actors with good goatees? People, I don't think goatees are a great look. No? No. I did the goatee for a little while. I don't know. Really? We're going to have to post. <laughs> okay. I wanted to see these pictures of you with just a goatee. I think goatee was way, be- way better than my mom. When I spent, I spent, you know, two and a half months in Africa and Kenya working on a mission hospital as a fourth year medical student. Uh-huh. I had a goatee back then and I had really long wild hair. All right, maybe I just need to see a picture. I was kind of like Fleischman from Northern Exposure, but I'm, you don't know that show No, either. I do know that show. Oh, we yeah. We talked okay. about that show. I like that Oh, that's that right. Show. Yeah. Although Fleischman didn't have a goatee. I don't think he, he did just had that big show. hair, and I had the big hair. Yeah. But that was the kind of mood look I was going for. I think to be part of my memory, you got to do the mustache. It's got to be, be the mustache? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll see. I don't want to wake your, make your wife mad. Yeah. I got a couple days to decide. Yep. It'll probably happen over the weekend. Right. Yeah. All right. If anyone's interested, go to Movember Foundation and learn how you can take part. Well, thanks for joining us in Gross Anatomy. Thank you, everyone. And don't forget to find us, like us, tune us, tune into us. Do what? What? What are they supposed to do, Lauren? Go to grossanatomypodcast.com. You can find all ways to subscribe, how to follow us, how to send submit questions. Yes, and uh, give us some feedback on our Instagram too. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Gross Anatomy and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can check out more episodes on the evolving sights, smells, and sounds of medicine.